Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything. You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. If you disagree, <laughs> join the discussion at Twitter at, at the Rank Podcast, on our website at therankwithjohnandzach.com, or email us at therankwithjohnandzach at protonmail.com. You can also support us on Patreon at the Rank Podcast. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. Anyway, enjoy the show. But, oh well, you know, life goes on. Deal with it. Sort of, I guess that's a good segue. Life goes on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even mean for that to be the case. Life life goes on into, uh, I assume number 10 on your on your top theme songs list is, um, God, what was the show with the, uh, God, this would have been funny if I remember the name of the goddamn show. <laughs> or maybe it wouldn't have been funny. I don't know. Well, Life Goes On is the one with Corky, right? Cork, yeah, it's just called Life Goes On. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So I assume that's number 10 since that theme song is just the fucking Beatles. So obviously, I uh, I actually completely forgot that Life Goes On existed when oh, I was yeah. coming up with this list. So it's not on my list either. So don't worry about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> You're like, oh no. Yeah. No, I just was like, oh, well, the Beatles are a good. <laughs> they're okay man um they'll do so i had a hard time with the tv theme song i could not believe i thought for sure so that was a whole lot of non sequiturs um <laughs> like, i was talking about that <laughs> you're like but uh lou costello when he sees dracula <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i am I know, um, you in life in general yeah exactly that's how i live my life i try to emulate that moment in my life i try to well i end up accidentally emulating bud abbott at all times but not at you just at myself just like putting <laughs> myself in my head with my own hat <laughs> i called my mom and i was mm -hmm. just like kind of talking to her about the you know the episode upcoming and i'd written out a list of theme songs that i liked mm -hmm. and i was like maybe you can you know hear me out on this and she's like how are you going to narrow this down to 10 she goes you know what you should do because i bet zach is having a hard time with it too mm -hmm. you should say we should split it up and have the 10 best theme songs that have lyrics and mm -hmm. the 10 best theme songs without lyrics mm -hmm. just musicals right musical theme songs and i was like oh that's a good idea so i texted you yeah and i'm like hey you know i'm having trouble with it and uh and you're just like oh i finished it immediately <laughs> yeah <laughs> turns out okay, I, didn't, I didn't have trouble with it well, since you had no trouble with it, let's hear it. What's uh, let's start with you. What's your number ten? Well, I want to uh, begin by saying that I have a couple of uh, criteria, I suppose. Okay. That I, that I went with, and I just want to kind of clarify. Yeah, you um, should. First, I don't watch much TV, and I'm not like I don't have a TV, but I really don't. Um, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of haven't watched much TV since I was like 11, so my list is going to be kind of kind of um it's going to betray when i watched tv a lot people are going to listen to it and go oh that's that specific time period is when he liked tv and then <laughs> that was that um well so and, does that mean you've missed the golden age of television i've seen a lot of it just not a lot a lot of it 
and especially anything more recent. Like, for instance, as of this recording, um, the internet is going on and on about succession. Yeah, I've never seen it either. Well, I got a spoiler for it, unfortunately. I, oh, I, really? Yeah, I know. Don't it's like give the, it to me. Well, point is, is that uh, what is the point? But I don't have the foggiest idea what their theme song is, <laughs> and I don't have like what are even the top TV shows on NBC? What's what's the top show on NBC? I have no idea. So that's a good point. I don't know either. So, uh, but it's been like that for me for like ten years. So I don't know. Um, and also the other thing is that so it's going to be very loaded in one particular time period. Um, and it's also going to be very geared more toward drama because uh, sitcom theme songs tend to annoy me because, like, I just wanted to get to the show. <laughs> so, okay. like, well, it's actually kind of contradictory because I never skip theme songs. Never once in my life do I skip them, even though the skip intro button is right there. I consider it part of the show. So, like... You're so strict with yourself. I will... <laughs> Uh, like I'm watching it. It's part, you know. It's like it's it's the show, um, but like I hate this part. It never changes. <laughs> well, Every actually, week, the same thing. Well, Come actually, the, new plot. the thing about it is that I consider it like getting you into the the headspace for it. So that's like my big criteria. What gets you into the headspace best? What like sets up the show and lets you know what you're going to watch. Which what, what theme song do you have? You could know nothing about the show whatsoever, but you watch the theme song and you go, I know what I'm in for. And I don't find sitcoms do that very well because either it's way too on the nose, like they just literally tell you a story about the, the show, <laughs> or like it's just, it goes on too long. And it's like, just get to the comedy. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to need to know about like, like whatever. So um, my list is also very uh, geared toward dramas, like prestige dramas that I've seen. So not Succession, but ones that I'm actually aware of. Because, uh, theme, you know, comedy theme songs, it's like, whatever, just get to the show. So my comedy ones are going to be like kind of kind of very distinct. Um, I think that was all my criteria. I, lost, I got lost there. Well, I mean, I'm excited. I need my own theme song to set myself up, get myself in the right headspace. So, but number you, 10. Well, we have a theme song for our podcast. Does that get you in the mood for it? No, I should I need, have added that. I guess it's I need a TV a, show. It's not a TV show, yeah. I need a personal theme song that, like, I like entrance music, you know? Like, oh, yeah. You music. don't want to share it with me. Got it. Fuck yeah, it. absolutely. And uh, if I ever go over four, I'm changing my walk up music immediately. <laughs> but uh, so, anyway, number 10. Despite everything I just said, number 10 is a sitcom it's kind of okay. long and it sort of tells a little bit of a story so let me just go ahead and contradict everything i just said and it's cheers because i mean mm, cheers it's, it's like the it's like one of the very few sitcom theme songs that you actually sit at sit through and listen because it's nice and where it's like, everybody knows your name Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name So, exactly. So, um, it's very singable. Maybe a little bit too earwormy, but that's okay. 
and it does get you in the right space for the thing because it's like you know it's everybody knows your name it's like here's a here's a delightful heartwarming show about a bunch of drunks you're right <laughs> why these people are in the bar this much i don't know but but they're always there mm -hmm. so what's number 10 for you well i actually i told you i had a lot of trouble here right mm -hmm. so i actually had a three-way tie for number 10 nice. it's the only tie i have in the list so mm -hmm. but they're all very similar themes to the mm -hmm. uh to the theme song mm -hmm. and uh so I, these are it Friends, mm -hmm. Golden Girls, and the Wonder Years. Oh my goodness, those are those are good ones. Well, you know, I mean, you've got Wonder Years with a little help from my friends, good old Joe Cocker singing mm -hmm. some Beatles. Mm -hmm. um, then you've got Go Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'll be there for you, friends. It's all it's all friend related. It's all, it's all friends. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Yeah. Oh, baby, how Yeah, so it's all wonderful friendship songs, and that's you true. know, I I liked them. You see, except for I get it, but those the you know, it's it's actually a lot like Cheers. I think the it's like like nice gets you ready for a nice show about you know, right friendships and stuff. Those are good. Yeah. Those could, those, so. those could easily make my list, despite the fact that I didn't. I'll agree with that. Well, Cheers was on my short list. Mm -hmm. So I hear you with Cheers. Cheers is catchy. So what do you have for number nine? Number nine, I have Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's a good one. That's a, a good uh, theme song. What I like about it is that it's short. If you if, if you get if you get my drift, it's just really the dum -ba -ba -da 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 -da, and then right to the show. Bump, boom, and then the show happens. Right. Um, which I like. It gets you into the space because it's like, like I don't want to say silly. I'm not sure how to say it. It makes you think of Larry David. You know what I mean? It's like you hear the music and you go, oh, yeah, "This is Larry. This is Larry encapsulated in music form." And so, um, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just gonna let the last thing I was gonna say is any theme song that you can add to a real life situation and it makes sense. So anytime somebody does something really stupid or gets like really fucked over, you can add the the ending bit. Where like it's like an outro, right? Every time Larry fucks up. Well, so that's, what, so that's this, what I like about it. So this was on my short list too, and th this is what I kept debating on with some of these was like, 
do I like the theme song because it reminds me of a good show? Mm -hmm. Or do I like the theme song because I like the theme song? Mm -hmm. You know, I had it was actually a similar debate with Seinfeld. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't know if Seinfeld will be on your list, but but I'm like, ultimately, um, I didn't feel that way with Kerr, but with Seinfeld, I definitely was like, I don't know that that's that great of a theme song, but it's just like you hear it and you're like, Seinfeld, that's funny, uh, you know? The Seinfeld, they might be a little too minimalist in a way. Right. Like there's really just not quite anything there. It's just bass slaps. <laughs> but I do love a theme song that kind of comes back during the episode occasionally too. You know what I mean? Like it's all these transition things, just more bass slaps. The other thing I like about the Seinfeld theme song is that it's kind of different each time. It's like a different set of... of yeah, that's true. That's true. So I like that as well. And also, like, that isn't on my list, actually, but it easily could have been in the same exact same vein as Kirby Enthusiasm. So same thing, like, I kind of... See, this is what I mean. I don't know how you were able to, like, come up with a list so fast. (laughs) I don't know. I just sort of knew, you know? Like, I really went with, like, that does it feel like something. It's like an absolute feeling and not a thought. Like, the, I remember watching the very first episode of Kirby Enthusiasm the first time it was on the air. Um... It started, and I was like, I know exactly what kind of show I'm in for somehow. I don't know how I knew, but I knew. Or maybe that's just retrospect. I'm just remembering that being the case. It is really fascinating how music can, even without lyrics, can put you into a a headspace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Can evoke some type of emotion from you. Well, so here's actually, uh, for my number nine is another Mm -hmm. just uh, instrumental, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it definitely evokes uh, some emotion, mm-hmm. mostly suspense, I think. Mm-hmm. I've never actually seen the show, but the the theme song is ubiquitous. And mm-hmm. um, you know what? I'll just I'll just do the theme song real quick. <laughs> um it was Mission Impossible. I, I, yeah, no, I uh, Mission Impossible theme song. Yeah, I mean it's it's classic and like I think probably it evokes the the movies, the movie franchise now more than the show, but still, you know it 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 was so good that they kept it into a movie franchise that's grossed you know a couple, yeah. what a couple billion dollars at this point. Yeah, absolutely. So and like you know. I, again, I can't go back to like before I knew what Mission Impossible was, but I feel like you could know nothing about that show and know what kind of show it was. Just right, exactly. It's like, like such that. a suspenseful, like mm-hmm. cool, action-y theme song that you're like, oh, wow, we're in for some yeah, some thrills here. Exactly. So what do you have for number eight? For my number eight, these are all in the ver- very similar vein, I guess, so I kind of... I'll get to the the really dramatic stuff later, but um, number eight is Frasier, which is a spinoff of Cheers, of course. Um, I watch a lot of Frasier. I probably know more about the show than I should because I remember really (laughs) minor characters and small details and things because it's one of the shows that my uh, the person who sleeps next to me at night puts on in order to fall asleep. And I don't I don't I don't fall asleep to TV shows. I have to wait until Netflix or whatever stops playing. Which is multiple episodes, as you know. Right. And then I can fall asleep. So I listen to the shows whenever they're on. I just sit there. I'm just laying in bed trying to sleep and listening to them. So uh, I've I've seen Frasier through, all the way through, uh, I don't know, six or seven, eight, nine times. But it's still an excellent theme song because I'm still not sick of it. 
like Seinfeld, it actually changes a tiny bit over different episodes. Like there's several versions of the little ditty. And then of course there's the toss salad and scrambled eggs part at the end. And right, well, did... they're calling again. So. Yeah, exactly. They're they're always calling every <laughs> time, constantly. But it re again, it really kind of makes you feel like what the show is to me. So, and yeah, it's also I... really short. I love these little short ones, and then you're into the show. So, yeah, I also enjoy that it was Kelsey Grammer that sang it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, that was actually another one that was on that was. On my short list, but did not make my top ten. Um, so know, I guess I, you know that that's not coming now. Oh, you ruined it. So there's, <laughs> there's. I saw that there's a reason that it's toss, scr toss scrambles, toss salads, and scrambled eggs. And now I can't remember. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs, quite stylish. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Frazier has left the building. So it ends up being not all that interesting, in my opinion. <laughs> because I, I remembered it being more interesting. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs are both foods that are mixed up, just like the callers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's that's good though. I mean, it's pretty. It's like kind of it. good. I I actually kind of like the fact that it's uh, seemingly nonsense lyrics, right? But it's it's thoughtful mm -hmm. as it turns out. Yeah, so, I like so that. Where are we now? Number number seven. eight for me. Number eight for you. Go ahead. Yes, I've got. The Brady Bunch. Oh, that's that's rather the sort of thing I was avoiding, but <laughs> I know. I when you were talking about, it, I'm like, oh, he's gonna like number eight. Well, um, here's but, the story of, in fact, yeah, they tell you the, the they you, they give you the exposition and a quick little quick little vignette, you know. Well, like, why well, watch the show? I know. All right, I've seen it basically by the time the theme song's over. Well, I mean, if you just listen to the theme song, you're like, you're not going into the show, but. Going like, but wait, where did uh, how did all these kids get in this house? You know, oh, I'll tell you how the kids got in this house. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Brady had a really good time, <laughs> but actually, I mean, they could have never had a good time, really. Yeah, because they never, you know, they don't have any kids together. That's actually true. How about that? They're both, they're both, they're both celibate now. Yep. Yep. Except for Mr. Brady sleeps with Alice. <laughs> it's fucking Alice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the maid. That one always goes. Actually, they're both having separate affairs with Alice. Oh, Alice, you dirty girl. I know. You've um, seen Alice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Brady Bunch, what do you like about it? it uh, it's, just, you know, it's a classic. I yeah, like that yeah, it tells it the is. story and gets you, gets you ready for like what's there. I don't know. It's just a fun one. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's it. I don't have much for it other than <laughs> just that I think it's funny that you know fair that you don't have to guess why everybody's there. <laughs> they really smell it out for you. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest one in curls. It's the story of a man named Brady. Was busy with three boys of his own. They were four men living all together, 
<laughs> this isn't very much in the era of holding your hand theme songs. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like the one I always think of is Gilligan's Island, where it's just like they're literally just. <laughs> yeah. I, we know you'll be confused. So here. Yeah. Here's a two well, you know, minute long theme song. <laughs> hey, actually, you know what? That's kind of an interesting question. Did they used to be like that in the days way before even VHS sales and everything like that? Because not only not streaming, but you couldn't even see them on video or anything. So if you missed episodes of a show, they were gone. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. So if you like just tune in, you have no way of knowing a show, anything about a show. except for Oh, you, you know, that's a good point. So maybe there's a reason for exposition long yeah. form. Because like somebody, somebody really just tunes into Gilligan's Island for the first time and they go, why are these people on an island? Right. And they're like, oh, got it. Mm-hmm. I have this now, this, you know, like you said, two, three minutes worth of, worth of pre-story, preamble. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. I'm in it. I'm in it now. Yeah, it's a good, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about it. it. It's still a bit much. It's still, yeah. Well, all right. What do you got for number seven? Number seven, we are now firmly into my, literally, it's just basically music that evokes the show for you. And as soon as it begins, you know what kind of show you're into just from the mood, the emotion, the feeling. And number seven is Sherlock, the uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Cumberbatch Freeman um, show. Not to be confused with Elementary with Johnny Lee Miller and um, Michelle, not Michelle, what's her name? Lucy Liu. It's the PBS TV show, TV show where they uh, solve crimes. Um, I don't know if you know it particularly well. I know it, but I have never seen it. It's another, well, it's all in my house a lot. And it, I find it very evocative. It's immediately, you know, makes me feel like, yep, that's exactly what the TV theme song needed to be. How does it go? I don't know it. That's it. That's That's literally how it goes. I think it's great. Um, so my number seven mm -hmm. is where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Oh wow. <laughs> that is something I had not considered, and now I'm I'm tempted to change my number one. <laughs> because I uh, mean there's an example of something where the I don't mean to talk over you. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say here's an example of them telling a story that I'm in favor of. Yeah, exactly. Where Actually, kind of an in interesting the world story. is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. Well, she sneaks around the world from Vienna to Carolina. She's a sticky finger culture from Berlin down to Belize. 
classic Chinatown. Carmen San Diego. And then of course there's a uh, acapella or Rockapella, the group that yeah. did it. Um, I, so, I, I write I I yeah, that was one of the things I was gonna talk about in this is uh so first of all, it's one of my favorite shows from when mm-hmm. I was a kid, right? I watched it religiously. You you were a gumshoe? I, I was a gumshoe, and I was also convinced that I could have done really well on it. You probably could have, you knew a lot about geography. Yeah, I'm like I used to be like, oh come on. And it's funny because I remember really enjoying all the bad guys that they mm-hmm. had. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I can't remember any of them except for Top Grunge. Zinjay's. Um, I remember Double yeah. Dr- Double Trouble is the one I remember. It was like a twin Oh, duo. Double Trouble. That's, that's right. I remember that one it. now. Now we have two. Um also this, as you mentioned, introduced millions of children to acapella. Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. better or worse, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I will tell. There haven't been any like because you know one of one of our first dates, um, Hudson and I was to a was an acapella show at college. That's all. Really I'll say about that? Yeah, you say okay. I think that's probably all that needs to be said. So, what's your number six? Um, number six is. Very similar vein to Sherlock, another uh, British, you know, PBS type show, Poirot, another detective show. Mm. Um, one of my favorite detective shows. I watch it a lot, and it's a uh, it like somehow evokes both the like 40, 30s, forties when the show takes place, and also somehow immediately evokes the nineties to me when the show was filmed. So um, it, it just nails it on multiple counts. And it's catchy. Uh, another one that I've never seen nor heard the theme song for, or maybe I've heard it but don't recognize it. You might have. It's just like a like a like a saxophone tune that has like an air of mystery to it, like playful oh. mystery almost. saxophone that always gets me going yeah I know. Um, <laughs> well my number six is uh, a little bit more modern mm-hmm. not incredibly so but uh, it's the big bang theory oh yeah uh t- tells the story of the whole universe speaking of stories. yeah and it's bare naked ladies and i feel like bare naked ladies just they're really good at making fun songs you know uh, exceedingly so given that like they have several at least two or three like world-renowned famous fun songs including that one yeah the whole universe was in a hot dense state our whole universe was in a hot dense state that nearly 14 million years ago expansion started wait the earth began to cool the autotrophs began to drool neanderthals developed tools we built a wall we built the pyramids math science history unraveling the mystery it all started with a big bang it's hey! a great one i like that one I- I like Big Bang Theory, but I I almost think I like the theme song more than I like the show. I kind of wonder, actually, the 
theme songs like that seem to go a long way to like helping a show get off the ground a little bit. Yeah, that's true. It makes it like immediately likable in a way. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if like um, for the, the this isn't on my list, so if it's on yours, I apologize for bringing it up now. But the Drew Carey show, mm-hmm. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland presidents of the United States. Cleveland doesn't rock though. It does though. It has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I hate Cleveland. Oh, I'm still, I'm still mad at Cleveland. From oh, the 90s. all right. So what's your number five? Number five. I lost my track of my point here. Number five. Yep. True Blood. And I, it's interesting that there are so many shows that I have never watched that you're picking. Watch some shows, God. Yeah. No, this 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 one almost more than any other one on my thing is like extremely evocative, in a sense. Like it sets the tone perfectly. That's all I'll say. So if you feel like seeking it out or something, feel free. Oh, and like the visuals are also really well chosen. Not necessarily like enjoyable visuals in every sense, but um, really, because really, I heard there were a lot of enjoyable visuals in that show. Sort of, sort of depends on your on your proclivities, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's got a proclivity for everybody too. It's just you gotta sit through all the rest. Um, mm. So, like, but like again with my criteria of not knowing anything about the show, you'd be like, oh, so it's a show about vampires in Louisiana, huh? You'd be, you'd be right. <laughs> you think so? Mm-hmm. I would get that from the theme song? All right. I think so, in all honesty. Um, number five for you? I'm, I don't, did you, I'm curious if you watched this, but for me, it's X-Men the Animated Series. Oh, nice. I mean, it's great. You want you want to know something that is, I think, proof that that's an extremely good theme song and extremely like well done for what it is. I don't remember that being the theme song to any of the X Men movies. I don't pretend to think. Right, but, but when you think of the X Men, you think of that to the point that in if you go back and watch um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. when spoiler alert for anyone who has not somehow seen that fucking movie. <laughs> When Professor X rolls up in his in his chair in the alternate world, there, literally, that's the musical note they hit. The musical. Oh, that's right. I remember. That. I remember being very excited by that actually in the theater. Uh huh. So that's like, even though that Patrick Stewart doesn't actually have anything to do with that theme song, that's the one they play to make everyone go, "Ooh, X Men." <laughs> that's a good point, actually. That, that's a X Men right there. Maybe the X Men. I uh this was my favorite Saturday morning cartoon show. It was very good. It was it was, like it was a, so good. It was like a legitimately engaging show. Yeah. I I would say Thundercats was like mm-hmm. a close second for me, 
but I don't remember the theme song for Thundercats, so something, it didn't make as much of an impression. Something, Thundercats are loose. Oh, that's right. What I remember from Thundercats is thunder, thunder, Thundercats. Thunder. Oh, exactly. The one problem with Thundercats is that it's just a He-Man clone. It's like they're like, let's make He-Man except it's cats. Like, what is it exactly? Do you remember what it was exactly for when we were children? But we were children in the eighties. What was it about? Let's do this, except it's cats. <laughs> I mean, it's there was it's, a lot it's of cats. coming back around. I guess a lot so. Of cat stuff now. Um. Yeah, but like with us, it was specifically these anthropomorphic cats. They're like cats, but they're people. Like, for instance, Cats the Musical. What exactly was that? <laughs> you remember just a couple of years a ago? A very long-lasting Broadway show. Now and forever. Cats. <laughs> but, like, they're junkyard, anthropomorphic, wearing clothing, sexy, dancing cats. And, like, what? And then Zubilee Zoo, I don't think, had too many cats. Maybe only a couple. But, like, why were they animals that were humans? Um, all very confusing. And then we wonder why our generation has some of the issues we have. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. Because they always add like this underlying layer of weird sexuality to it that we didn't understand and didn't know how to process. And that's including Thundercats, by the way, because those dudes were buff. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Yeah. What's your number four? <laughs> I forgot what your show was that I got off on this on this cats thing. It was um, X-Men, the animated series. Of course. Um <laughs> of course. So number four. Um in like okay, so every single show from here down. I'm sorry, every single show from five down is all HBO shows. Oh, really? Okay. And all from a very specific era. So again, you'll see exactly when I watched HBO a lot. <laughs> Okay. Um, but I think HBO does a better job than anybody. Just like the openings are always fire, as they say. Yeah, they're lit. They're lit. Absolutely. We are They've just been... too old to say that. <laughs> they're lit on fire. That's, um, that's oh, I just got that. <laughs> um, so number four for me is Game of Thrones. Because I feel like that um that theme song is so uh perfect that they used it for the game of thrones spinoff just unchanged yeah i haven't seen the game of thrones spinoff but okay, so uh, i'd like to as an aside i like that house of the dragon i like it more than i liked game of thrones even before you know game of thrones went downhill a bit i loved house of the dragon i think really about it, like randomly sometimes it just pops into my head and i oh. go man i love that show i need now, to get hbo max but anyway, uh, no, I do want to say about Game of Thrones. I was a big fan of um, the books before uh, the show came out, and I'm not trying to be like bona fides. I was a fan before. Well, whatever. I can attest to this. So not that like you saying it doesn't mean anything, but I'm yeah. going to back you up on that. Yeah, but um, I was. I remember being really excited when it came out because George R. R. Martin always said on his on his live journal, which he still updates somehow. I don't even. Know, I don't know how those servers are still running. Um, he always said. People were like, are you going to have it as a movie? And he was always like, you know, I would only have it be an HBO show because he really liked HBO shows at the time. He was like live tweeting about Rome before Twitter exists, uh, the show Rome. Um, and then so when he finally announced it's going to be an HBO show, he was really excited. I got really excited, but I was worried that they would ruin it. And like 
10 seconds into the theme song of the first episode, I was like, they did not ruin it. Yeah. I can tell going into this that they already know. And then they knew to a certain extent. But well, that, that goes beyond the scope of this discussion. Let me tell you what my number four is. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. Look at us. It's the only time we've got the same show so far. far. Actually, it's going to definitely be the only time we have the same show because I don't have HBO for the rest of them. And it happened to be the exact same number. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, we, uh, I don't know, simpatico. So why why do you like about it? Well, so first of all, it's it's such an epic theme song, right? I mean, it's it's so well done. Um, it's it's actually I'd never skip it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would just I would I I look forward to that sequence um, mm-hmm. with the theme song. Um, and I also really enjoy that I, I I was at a Mets game with my wife, was, you know, pre kids, and R. A. Dickey came to the plate, and she goes, "Is that Game of Thrones?" It's <laughs> like. Oh, it is. You know, the walk-up music, which I just think is hilarious. You know, I don't remember that, but I believe it because he was that kind of guy who would be tuning into like that kind of show every Sunday or something. Also, I just have to have a, I have to add an aside about Game of Thrones because um, I, unlike you, did not read the books. I didn't mm-hmm. know that the books even existed, and. Uh, one of my wife's friends was like insisting that I would really like it. She was she was trying to convince us to watch it because she had started watching it in the mm-hmm. first season, and actually because of her, I was resistant to watch it <laughs> for a little bit, and and this is why because and I might have told you this already. I don't think she meant to do this, but she was just like, "You guys should watch. You guys, John, you'll love it." There's, I, it's, just, it's, you know, it's there's incest. I'm like, what? Why would that be the thing that sold me? <laughs> Hold on, what made what made you think incest, John, like this? Yeah, I was like, all right, and then I was like, well, now I feel like I can't watch it, you know, because <laughs> it wasn't just said in front of like me sarah and her it was like <laughs> a whole group of people and i'm like uh that's not my thing so you're like thanks all for right. the recommendation but did you have to do this during our wedding toast yeah exactly <laughs> seems odd not just is not just incest it's about the incestiest incest you can get and it's I, right in the first episode i know i mean know. these people are 100 genetically identical yeah and they somehow have three children who all are also 100%. I'm confused. <laughs> At this point, I think it's just asexual cloning, you know, reproduction. Um, yeah. I was going to say something else real quick, and now I can't remember what. Um, was it incestuous? It was incestuous, though. I got to tell it. Actually, I think my spouse looks at me funny sometimes when I talk about the Game of Thrones universe, whether the books or the shows. Just Because, uh, like, watching House of the Dragon, it's a lot about the Targaryens. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, right, and they're very incesty. Yeah, it's, like, incesty as heck. And, like, there's a point where you're like, oh, the uncle and the niece should just get married. Oh, because... <laughs> and, like, and Hudson's like, this is not the best idea. I suppose it's better than full siblings, like usual, but not by much. <laughs> Not by much at all, in fact. And actually, well, anyway, um, I w- there's one more thing I wanted to say about Game of Thrones, and I can't remember, so just move on.
Well, let's go to your number three then. Number three? Oh, I'll tell you what I want to about Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, a large part of my theme song thing is actually also not just the theme song, but the visuals that go along with it. Yeah. Um, like cool it, visuals like, with Game of Thrones. Yeah, and cool visuals. And I love the fact that they added, because it was like castles or cities or whatever, it changed depending on where the characters were going that episode. So like oh that's right yeah you're right it wasn't they, just they did change that which is really cool yeah so it was always really cool seeing a new place and seeing what little animation they were going to come up with for the new place that we had never been before so that just it, like it's a whole extra reason to not skip it yeah that's that's a good point so number three for me mm -hmm. is the wire which is I before. almost added the wire well it's it's interesting because. I'm not sure I would love Down in the Hole all that much if I just heard it on its own. That's why I didn't add it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of went back and forth, and no less at having it quite so high. But it's uh, it's to the point now that it's so evocative to me that I, I had to add it. And I always loved the fact that they use a new version each season. Um, and each version is like very distinct and very much yeah. encapsulates that season. Yeah, I... It was, I mean, I mean, it's one of the best shows ever made. Uh, if not of, the best. I was going to say, I will argue that point all day and all night. <laughs> it's my favorite TV show by 30,000 places. It's, it was so well done. If you walk through the garden. I so I met Omar. Did you? Yeah. Michael uh, Kenneth Williams. Yeah, who's um, sadly passed away. Yeah. But yeah, I met him, and um, and he was. It was when he was on Boardwalk Atlantic. Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, he was on that show, and Another I went up to him, and I, and I was like, "Oh man, I loved, I loved Omar," and I could tell he was just like, "Yeah, great." <laughs> I love Omar. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I felt I, it was, he wasn't like mean or anything about it, but it was definitely like, that's yeah. not what I'm doing now. But I also, I ended up reading about it and he like, that role kind of consumed him and he got into drugs and like, Oof. it was like not good. And so I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. So maybe not the greatest thing to go up to him and be like, yay, remember the thing that got you addicted to drugs? <laughs> that was great. Um, you know who Alan Moore is, the comic writer? No. He wrote Watchmen, and among other things. Oh, okay, yes. But one of the main characters of Watchmen, uh, Rorschach, is a psychopath and, like, an extreme, like, right-wing, but beyond an actual just being political, like, just a, just a horrible, un, unsettled, mentally ill human being. Mm -hmm. and, and he always says, people come up to him, and they're like, oh my god, I love Watchmen, and he's like, yeah. And they're like, I identify so much with Rorschach. 
and then he's like, like get away from me <laughs> yep he's like slowly backing away i don't want anything to do with you now so not quite that level because it's not like you said i took up robbing drug dealers because of omar yay yeah <laughs> but i do kind of wonder if it's always like yes you didn't see me as hamlet you know in my yeah when i was playing right. on the west end not that hamlet's you know a wonderful human being but anyway yeah yep so anyway I, were you done talking about the wire kind of hijacked it on you no i'm absolutely done just i love it all right well here's my number three mm. love and marriage love <laughs> and marriage. <laughs> i was like where the fuck are you going <laughs> but, um, married no. with children Also very evocative, really, at the end of the day, in 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 a in a backwards sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this was like my favorite show when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that about me. I actually do. Uh, Married with Children was the best, which is kind of ridiculous when you think about it, because not a kid's show. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I remember my mom really did not like that I was watching it or like the show in general that much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, it's great. And she's like, yeah, great. Children, because not only is it like you know, it's not explicit, explicit, but it's explicit for that time slot, you know. Yeah, and I would I would sing along every time. I would mm -hmm. always say I couldn't wait for it. I'd sing along right up until the loud stamp, boom, and then the slime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, makes yep, me, that's makes, my number three. Makes me laugh because like the like the stereotype of like Al never wants to sleep with Peggy yeah i mean you know like i'm not really sure where does that stereotype come from just being tired or i don't know anyway yeah it was it's confusing because i mean you know katie yeah. is not a bad looking lady yeah so um, anyway so yeah what's your uh number, number two. two another HBO sex show from the city actually i like the sex in the city song <laughs> it works for me but no I'm just thinking of HBO shows. Deadwood. The Cowboys. You know, I've never watched that one. I, oh, fantastic show. Um, oh, but uh, I, the theme song could not be more perfect along with the visuals, blah, blah, blah. That's all I got to say about it. That's, that's it.
right. Well, my number two is another Fox show back when Fox was the fourth network, you know, like <laughs> the ugly stepchild. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the X-Files. Oh, you know what? I was going to guess. I literally was going to guess that that was going to be your number one. And then I forgot to say it out loud. So I, missed I, I debated it. These top three, I was like really debating on. X-Files is obviously not on my list since it's not an HBO show. Not that's not the reason. It's just since I said, well, right. Cause you said it, I, I knew what you were getting at. <laughs> I mean, that really should have made the top 10 now that I'm thinking of it, but. Well, I loved it. Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. I, I actually, this was, uh, do you remember Pat Doherty? Oh yeah, absolutely. He's the one who introduced my mom and I to, to the X-Files. Mm -hmm. He was over when I was like, we have to watch the X-Files. I'm like, what the fuck's the X-Files? Mm -hmm. And he, he had it on. I mean, I, I remember my mom and I would watch it every week after that. And um, it was always like this, like this daring thing. And mm -hmm. I know the bare naked ladies actually sing about this, but it was like, <laughs> should we turn the lights off? I don't know. I don't know if I can do with the lights being off. <laughs> you know, I thought you were going to say that the bare naked ladies wrote the X-Files theme song. And I was <laughs> like, well, that's a different direction for them. <laughs> uh, it's just, oh man, that theme song was like so perfectly eerie. I mean, it, to go to what you said, it like encapsulated uh -huh. what to expect. Uh huh. That's, like, that's actually why I'm now kind of wishing I'd put it on here. Cause, uh, it's hard to think of too many shows that where it's more perfect than that. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, boom, you're gonna, boom. Yeah, it's like creepy just thinking about it. I know. <laughs>gives me like goosebumps a little bit talk about setting up the show yeah so all right what's your number one number one it's another hbo show i figured the sopranos yeah you know i should have guessed that it would be the sopranos okay go ahead that's all that's, that's okay. really it I all right so i'll go to my number one no i'm yep. just kidding <laughs> uh, no it's just it's it's perfect and uh kind of hard to like you hear that song sometimes outside of context and you're like come on i know it's like a song that existed but it's the sopranos theme song I, i'm sort of embarrassed because i've seen the wire so i'm pretty happy about that because that's you know again one of if not the best shows of all time but i haven't seen deadwood i haven't seen Sopranos. Well, um, like I said, I think this that gives away a bit of what my preferences and time time frame of watching HBO were. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen like a couple episodes of Sopranos, and it's not like I didn't like it. I just, yeah, I don't know. I guess for me, especially now, it's like if I'm gonna watch something, mm -hmm. I don't want it to be heavy. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I just want to be. Mm -hmm. These, these these last three shows particularly then of mine are not for you <laughs> yeah like i couldn't rewatch the wire yeah even though i loved it and i thought it was so excellently done i don't know that i could rewatch it mm, I, I feel you there um so my number one mm -hmm. is probably the catchiest theme song of all time mm. do you do you already know i don't do you have a guess no 
I think you can go to 90% of the world and just do the first three words of this theme song mm -hmm. and they would just, they would start, they would know. I mm -hmm. mean, worldwide. Mm -hmm. You just say, in West Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. and then, it's, it's hard not to, to continue on with it, isn't it? Yeah. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and it had dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it, yo, home's the Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne at the Prince of Bel Air. Um, I mean, it was a great show too. I, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean. Pretty similar in tone to The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they're both about criminal activity, you know, and... Um, it's just that Will enters the witness protection program and goes to to um, Bel Air. That's where that's where Big Pussy went, actually. He oh, also yeah? Bel Air for big protection, yeah. Okay. For witness protection. I just think it's interesting too because, like, um, it's like we finally we not finally. This is where we got a glimpse of like how charismatic a guy mm -hmm. Will Smith is. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean pretty incredible and it was I, up until the oscars slap it was like impossible not to like will smith mm -hmm. um no you're right and uh that kind of theme song could come off as annoying easily yeah like, like a number of the but his his charisma absolutely just carries it and he kind of carries the show a lot of the time he really does and not and not to say that any that the other mm -hmm. actors on it are bad or anything yeah. but he's just he's so yeah, charming, you know. It would be such a middling show without him. And that's again yeah. not to dis not to diss anyone on that show. Just shows you how, how star power can elevate. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, that's it. We've uh that's everything. We've done our top tens. Very very um, different flavors for the most part. Mine are mine are heavy and, and dark, except for like X Files and another couple yours have a high tendency to be much lighter. That sounds, yeah, it seems suiting, I feel like. Um, I am quite heavy, heavier now than I used to be. Well, I think we all are at 40. <laughs> anyway. If you're not at 40 heavier, um, then I don't like you. What about the guys in like the Nutrigenics commercials? You know, they're in the best shape of their life. Right. Well, that's like with any diet. Uh, mm -hmm. Once they're done with the diet, they'll be heavier <laughs> than they were before they started it. So, okay. Um, no, you know, I, I mean, I hope not for their sake, but, uh, that's like 90% of all diets end with you being heavier than when you started the diet. That's my experience as well. Well, Hey, thanks everybody. Um, yes, thank you. All of you for listening. If you wanted to see the list 
that we, the list that we've done in these top tens. Um, it'll be on our website, um, the rank with John and Zach.com. Join us on our next episode when we're going to be ranking the top 10 best sports figure nicknames. And if you don't know what we mean, we mean like Air Jordan, mm-hmm. Wilt the Stilt, the Great Bambino. Maybe these ones will end up on the list. Maybe not. We'll have to tune in on the next episode to find out. You took my top three. Well, I guess you know what Zach's top three is next week. (laughs) All right. Goodbye. Bye. I need more explanation on that one. Instructions unclear. Eat everything. (laughs)